0: just i was just driving normal i was like okay instead of speeding around breaking all this stuff i'm just gonna be like a normal everyday human being those <laughs> cops did not care I was, <laughs> I was just driving you know and it's very slowly i was like 30 miles an hour and then the cops cop goes by and it keeps going i'm like okay he's fine and then starts going towards me and i'm like <laughs> no, and then 50 other cops just start coming down
1: the road, and I'm like, what is going on?
2: Okay, what is happening here?
3: Where are we?
2: Glicks, give us a situation report.
3: Currently, we are on the planet Geekery. Be warned, our impossibility drive may cause distortions okay. as we traverse this land. Impending impossibility engaging in three, oh gosh. two, oh dear. one. <laughs>
2: Hello, Devoted Geeks, and welcome to episode 43 of ComTalk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the YouTube show from a couple of Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I am Dallas, with me is
1: Celeste. As you listen to this podcast, please interact with us. Send us your thoughts on what we're saying via Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us by simply looking up Geek Devotions. Do us a favor and leave a review on Apple Podcasts comments, and please interact with us interact with us in our social medias and perhaps you can be the devoted geek of the month
2: yes we need to do we need to do that so (laughs) so we're super excited about today's episode guys because we have some really cool interesting individuals with us today Mm -hmm. um ladies and gentlemen please welcome our good friends because we have a live studio audience but we don't actually at all (laughs) 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 our friends from consuming fire gaming how's it going guys
4: Hey, yeah. my name is Andrew. This is my gorgeous fiance. You can go ahead and say your name if you wish. Oh, I'm so <laughs> she goes, uh, yep. And Hi.
0: then I'm Jacob.
4: My son. Sweet. And
0: yeah,
4: we're happy to be here.
2: I'm glad to have, have you guys here with us. Yeah, nice. so. <laughs> so today guys, we're just going to be talking about some stuff with video games and gaming. This is a big part of the geek culture and, um, And to be honest, Andrew's doing it right, in my opinion, in a lot of ways. Uh And so uh, for those of you who don't know, he, Andrew, and his family there run the uh, Facebook, YouTube uh, channels, uh, Consuming Fire Gaming. And so with that being said, uh, if you guys could just kind of give our listeners kind of a a look
4: into what exactly Consuming Fire Gaming is. (sighs) Whew. I thought about this question when you sent it to me. I'm like, do I start with like how we got started, or basically, <laughs> I, um, I'll, I'll go into what it is, and if you guys want to know later on, I can explain how it got started as well. But what it is, is uh, we are a uh, YouTube channel that um, that mixes Jesus and gaming. Our motto is, we love Jesus, we love games, and we love you. And what we do is we live stream three times a week. And uh at the end of every live stream we uh we take prayer requests and we pray for anybody who is willing to submit a prayer request, because I believe everybody can use a bit of prayer, including us. And yeah, it's basically how we run the show and it's been successful uh so far, so <laughs> I think we're doing something right. And awesome. You don't
3: have- in God to be part of the channel you can still watch you can still view you don't have to have any preferred you know uh, religion it could be for anybody and everybody wants to join in Uh, we try to make it family-friendly as possible so no vulgar language like cursing slandering anything like that
4: yep you will not find
2: that on our channel Right. that's really cool I like it in fact I remember one time Andrew uh, yeah. You had actually let slip uh, a word. It wasn't necessarily a thing I think most people would consider a foul word, but you had let slip. I think right. I might have you, you said, might have said, um, took Lord's name in vain in some uh, manner. Yeah, And you did a video like two days later Ooh. to apologize for it. And yeah, uh, I, that
4: really impressed yeah, me. I, yeah. Th- thank you. I, I definitely like to own my mistakes because I know everybody does make mistakes and I'll admit I did. And I'm like, darn it. I feel really bad. So I just wanted to let uh, get that out there and be as transparent as possible. I think that's really important for any channel is to be transparent and not try to to hide anything. Right,
2: absolutely. So know. how did you guys start, though? Like, like, what was the genesis of Consuming Fire Gaming?
4: Well, uh, <laughs> Consuming Fire Gaming actually uh, started, God, I want to say two years ago. Two years All ago, right. yeah, 2016. Uh is when I got the capture equipment and I got uh, the mic and everything like that. I'm like, all right, what do I do? So I'm like, well, I thought a lot about like what's, what gaming culture was like on YouTube at the time and still is to to this day. And there's not too many channels that are a family friendly and B even, even less so uh, Christian. There isn't too many of them out there. So I wanted to do something like that because I was thinking of my son Uh, who was uh, 10 at the time and I'm like he's growing up he's gonna be a teenager he's already watching some youtubers who aren't Christians Uh, and I'm like I want to be a positive example in his life so that's what started that and we originally started actually just doing like a let's play format where I would read a verse at the beginning of the episode and then we'd just play Mm -hmm. but then I I got to thinking about more how I wanted to interact with the audience and uh, so we switched to live streaming last year in September. And then that's when it kind of really took off. I was like, Oh great. I love this. And
3: something I don't know if you remember or not, but I had had the name Consuming Fire in my mind before he had said the, the name. Yeah. And so I told him after he had named it, I'm like, that's what was on my heart and in my mind for a while. And like, I felt like I was speaking to me saying, don't say anything, don't say anything, it'll ruin it. So I'm like, okay, I gotta keep my mouth shut. And so when he said that, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. it's like, oh my goodness. Like, it was just amazing. That was so, God
4: confirming it for yeah,
3: you. Yeah, Very, very yeah.
4: So, so with, with all that, how do
2: you incorporate your whole family involved with this? Because I know that at different times you have your son and you have
4: Erica with you. How does, how does that work out for you guys? Right. So. Um, I
3: should start by by um, saying that I am long distance. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah. As, as Erica said, uh, er, um, Erica lives uh, in another state right now. Uh, I won't say where just because yeah, <laughs> she likes her privacy and that's fine. But um, uh, so we're a long distance couple. So whenever she comes down is whenever she gets to be you know, on the show. And then um, so that's how at least she's incorporated. And then Jake, uh, as far as the live streaming goes, he uh, likes to come on when it's a game he likes. And then he also um, he prefers to do the Let's Play format. And we're supposed to have a, a show on there called Father and Son Let's Plays, and we've done two episodes, but uh, just the live streaming takes up a lot of the time, and then uh, I just you know either forget to edit the episodes or I don't have time or something, but we're trying to make that work more. In fact, we have two more episodes already ready to go. I'm just waiting till our current series, Summer of One-Offs, is finished to start uploading them, and we're going to probably start recording again for that next month. We're currently playing uh little big planet
2: 3. Sweet. sweet. Yeah. So, so, Josh, what's your favorite games to play with your dad? Oh, it's Jake. <laughs> Jake. Oh, Jake. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> what are some of your favorite games?
0: Um, some platformers are good, uh certain fighters are good. But I like first person shooters, so Splatoon's one of them. Yes, like- that's one only games that's so a like first-person shooter that's not bloody or anything.
4: It's more of a third-person shooter, but yeah. Well,
0: it still counts, because...
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I gotcha. You like, you like to play the shooters, and, and I like yeah. fighting games a lot, so...
0: He's good at fighters. I suck at fighters, but I'm good at shooters, and he sucks at shooters. <laughs>
4: He's
0: alright in Overwatch. He's been practicing
4: Yeah, so it's interesting. Right now we have this dynamic going on where I'm like... I sat down and I'm like, okay, he he really likes shooters, and I love fighting games. So, I, I I'm like all right, I'm like, all right, look, son, here here's here's the lay of the land. Here, <laughs> I want to get better at shooters, so I'll pick a game. I, I I saw Overwatch, and I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun. So, I'll you teach me how to play Overwatch a little better, and I'll teach you how to play whichever game you want. And he's waiting for Smash Bros. Ultimate now, but yeah. originally it was gonna be Injustice 2. And I'm like Because I
0: like Scarecrow. The way that he plays is good. I like long reach characters and fighter games.
4: Right. Yeah. And yeah, we we definitely enjoy playing together as a family though. <laughs> that's that's the, awesome.
0: The thing with dad though with Overwatch is that he's he never asks me for advice. He always goes to YouTube and I'm like, you know, we're supposed to be teaching each other.
4: <laughs> you taught me a few things while we're playing. a
0: few things, but then you never actually do
4: that. Oh, <laughs> I tried. You, you do it
0: sometimes.
4: <laughs> you taught me about the, the uh, Lucio's wall run. Yeah. And I, I've useful. gotten a lot better with that now. Thanks to your advice.
2: <laughs>
4: that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> oh
2: man all right well let me ask you guys this um what was y'all's all y'all's like earliest video games like and like and added to that what was it that got you into video gaming like sometimes our oldest video game is not the game that gets us into it <laughs> but what was yeah, the, yeah. the what was your oldest video game and what was the game that got you into gaming
4: okay uh maybe go this way this time so honey why don't you start
3: oh man okay um so, start with the, the first part of the question, please.
2: What was the earliest video game you've ever played?
3: Earliest video game, I can't remember exactly which one was first. Either it was Spyro the Dragon or Crash Bandicoot. Nice. Um, I believe it was the PS2, if I'm not mistaken. It was early 90s. One. The one? It PS1. One. Okay, <laughs> PS1, then. So I'm still learning all this stuff. I'm pretty new to this gaming (laughs) stuff. So bear with me, please. But yeah. um, Yeah. So that was uh, one of my first games I ever played. And um, I love both of those. They're, they're two of my favorites um, due to them being the first two games I've played. So
0: the
3: way I got introduced to it was actually through my dad, my biological (laughs) father. He, is one that had the video game console and liked a lot of different video games at the time. So I'm like, what's that? You know, it looks kind of interesting. Mind you, I was a kid that played outdoors. I was like a tomboy, getting my knees dirty and playing, you know, mud pie stuff. So, you know, I was an outdoorsy kind of kid. So I'm like, this looks interesting for an indoor activity that I might be interested in. So I actually played with him, and it was really cool. And that's actually one of my favorite memories with my dad is, like, just playing video games together when I was growing up. So that's, that's cool. how I got introduced to it. So, yeah, it was really awesome. Awesome. I,
0: so. uh, I can't also quite remember the first video game that I remember, but I think the first fighter that I played was – um. I can't quite remember what it was called, but you could create like your own character by taking a picture of you, and then you could play it on a on like it's a camera, but you could it's play it on the PS Vita.
4: Yeah, and you could play know. it
0: wherever you want, basically, because you, all you do is you'd set up your camera, and then you would just play right there and
4: really fight it on. I know what game that is. It's a uh, Reality Fighters. That's yeah, what that's what it- yeah. That's a good
3: one. <laughs> I remember. that. I've never played it.
4: I think oh, so I bought it so long ago. I don't have my Vita anymore, though. I don't think he so, does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. Um. Sorry, you finished,
0: Jacob.
4: Are you all done? Yeah. Okay. And then for me, uh, my earliest game, uh, the first game I ever played was uh Super Mario Bros. on the original Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, and it was all because of my grandpa. Uh, he had the system, and I was like probably three or four at the time. And when I walked into like his back office kind of room, he had it set up, and my two cousins were playing. And I was like, "Wait, they're pushing this thing, <laughs> pushing buttons on this thing, and the guy on the screen's doing stuff." I'm like, I was floored. I was like, "This is this. I need this. <laughs> where can this? Where can I get this?" And then it, it was so crazy because. After he passed later on, that was what he, he gave his, uh, he gave the regular Nintendo to me and my brother with all of the games that they had, which was quite a bit. We had wow. Zelda 1 and 2, Mario Bros. 1 and 2. We didn't have three, unfortunately, but that wound up being my favorite later on. Uh, it's, oh gosh, I can't remember every game, but there were a lot of them, <laughs> <laughs> like a whole box. I was like, hmm, this one looks good. This- try it out it, yeah right. so i guess yeah my grandpa's what got me into gaming and then my it. first con- my first console i ever owned was a sega genesis uh and it had sonic 2. so that was right. my first video game i ever owned and that's why i've been a big fan of the blue blur ever since that's it that's it yeah. so- so
1: that's funny that sonic was the first one that got you into it because when i was like seven i got given a game gear my mom did not know what this was. She's was like, Here, it does stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so,
1: and it had Sonic, and I played the mess out of it until the batteries died. And then oh. I remember what it was called for years and years. So then after that, it was Donkey Kong Country and Super Mario Brothers.
4: Oh, oh, Donkey Kong good, Country man. is awesome.
1: S- <laughs> still haven't beaten it. Oh my God. It's not yet.
4: We got a whole walkthrough <laughs> on our yet. channel now. <laughs> yes. <can> <laughs>
2: You have no idea how aggravating it was for Celeste to watch you blow through that game
4: in like two hours. <laughs> I remember you guys commenting on that, I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I think I oh. literally
1: jumped off the couch <laughs> when you jumped past that barrel and then skipped the whole level that we've been stuck on. <laughs> like, I was, like, oh
4: my god! Oh man, I could. I can tell you, I I was like, when I first discovered that secret, my dad uh, got us a Super Nintendo when we were kids, uh, shortly after my mom and stepdad got us the Genesis, Mm -hmm. so he got us that for while we were there, and he got the guidebook for Donkey Kong Country, and I'm a big collector, I I have them over here, but I'm a big collector of guidebooks, and uh, so (laughs) when I saw that, I was like, wait, what? You can, okay, dad, we gotta try this. (laughs) And so That's we did. Crazy. It took us a while because he would jump too far over. Right? It's like, like, oh, wow. So the precision and everything that it took, it was, there was some good memories with that. Oh. It was really funny. You I know, what's cool that.
2: about that though is um, when when you first did that, I went and looked it up to figure out what why I didn't know anybody know about this. And um, we had, uh, in the, the before that guidebook that you had came out, the only mention of it was in the um, oh, what was that? Nintendo's Power Magazine?
4: Yeah, Nintendo Power.
2: Yeah, when it first yeah. came out, they, they were like, hey, here it is. And they gave you kind of like a walkthrough of each level. and wow. was, mm-hmm. And yeah. on that level, the only vocabulary there was like, below the, in the pits are secrets to be found. That was the only line to suggest only- that that oh. hack was there.
4: Wow. Wow. I need to go find that issue now. <laughs> <laughs> I kinda of wanna read that. Right. So unless you have unless you had unless you had gotten the
2: guide that you got, nobody knew what the hell was going on there.
1: Now I, can't right. I can it. I feel like it would help us.
2: Right. So for, for me, my first game system was uh Nintendo. Uh the original NES. I remember my my parents came home with it. It had um Super Mario Bros. plus Duck Hunt. Yep. And uh and then for they got my sister um little mermaid which my sister's younger than me so that meant that i was the one playing it for her and uh i rocked that game i ain't gonna lie i rocked that game <laughs> then, oh and then, man and then but later my second gamer was this sucker right here the original game boy game boy oh, wow. and uh played uh metroid prime uh metroid <gasps> 2 and oh, on my- it yeah, and, uh, and Tetris, and then um, later uh, after my Nintendo gave up the ghost, uh, <laughs> I got the uh, I got the Sega Genesis. Man, I was like, this is the legit thing. This is so much better than a Super Nintendo. But nobody else believed me, and so they didn't make games for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, oh, this man.
4: was like better in a lot of ways. I think. Yeah, like, I remember owning it, and I'm like. This is so much better. But then the Super Nintendo had Donkey Kong Country, and I'm like, or in all those games, I'm like, right. man, I mean, is so I hard to drink.
2: W- I will say this: I still have my my Sega Genesis, and it hasn't yelled like anybody else, like everyone else's Super Nintendo has. Ah, touche!
4: Yeah, <laughs> 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 they went with the wise color choice of uh, of black there for it, right? so.
2: Oh, man, that's funny. Actually, my Sega still works. We haven't plugged in in our living room right now.
4: Yeah. Nice. Wow. Oh. Good. You ever come yeah. visit, like we gotta go head <laughs> to head or something. Oh. Yeah,
2: man. All right. That'd so great. Since we're talking about video games and whatnot, let me ask you this. What was the most frustrating video game you've ever played? Personally?
4: Oh, there's there's so many. Like there really
2: the, is. The one game you're like, I'm gonna throw it out the window. Like you were just you're ready to just chunk it, probably lose your Jesus <laughs> on it. What was the one game for the three of you?
3: Which one were we stuck? Up? Was I the bongo bongo one?
4: Uh, oh, you yours was Ocarina of Time. Yeah,
3: that one. Mm. The bongo bongo, like that thing, kept tossing me in the air, and I was trying to maneuver myself over, and nope, it went right <laughs> down again. And I'm like,
4: I get had me to over there. So we're we're on our 3 dss we're playing through Ocarina of Time 3D. It's her first time playing the game, and oh. uh, um, she got she was do, she was doing great, like. She's put so since we're long distance, we play it over uh, Skype, right. and uh, yeah.
3: FaceTime
4: too. Yeah, FaceTime as well. Yeah. Uh, and she was doing great. And then when she came down here for a visit, we were on the the Shadow Temple, and I'm like, "Come on, baby, you could do it. You know, it's, you just gotta shoot the hands, you know." And then she's like, "I can't do." it. I'm like, "Okay, okay, here uh, we go." Yeah,
3: just shoot the hands. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs>
4: just shoot, shoot 'em them. Yeah, like, it's really I, that easy. Okay. I, totally. I did it, <laughs> but like she was having trouble. I'm like, I totally understand the first time. I- I did it, I was frustrated too and you know, so I'm I sure mean, if she plays it again.
3: He just went, boom, done.
1: And I'm like, <laughs> what just happened? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like me He's and just... the wolves in Tomb Raider.
0: Oh
4: god. Ooh yeah! Oh, yeah. Tomb Raider, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, about you? what about you, bud?
0: The most frustrating game where I actually uh, took the controller and chucked it at the couch, uh, <laughs> not here, it was at my mom's, was um, I was playing Need for Speed. Dude,
1: uh, <laughs> oh, okay. i
0: hated just i was just driving normal i was like okay instead of speeding around breaking all this stuff i'm just gonna be like a normal everyday human being those <laughs> cops did not care I was, <laughs> I was just driving you know and it's very slowly i was like 30 miles an hour and then the cops cop goes by and it keeps going i'm like okay he's fine and then starts going towards me, and I'm like, no, and then 50 other cops just start coming down the road, and I'm like, what is going on? Oh, man.
4: But it was
0: so satisfying when I respawned, because there was a cop, like, cornered against this uh, dumpster, so I just kept ramming it over and over.
4: This is the first time I'm hearing this story. I was
0: doing that for about 10 minutes straight, (laughs) <laughs> like five helicopters right above oh me and i'm sitting there and i stop oh all God. the smoke that was everywhere after just ramming it against the dumpster over and over i'm sitting there it all clears the cops <laughs> dead and i'm like yes oh, what the he's hell? gone
4: For the <laughs> Finally. oh my goodness that's crazy <laughs> i've never heard that story before <laughs> So, uh, confessions. <laughs>
3: for the record, we do not have anything against
4: police officers. We yeah, <laughs> definitely we don't. <laughs> this, this this, this is, all right.
3: Do not try these things at home.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> that's why we have video games.
4: Yep, yeah. exactly. Um Frustrating game for me. Mm. And it's funny because we haven't played this on the channel yet, but I have played it firsthand and it was sonic 06 it's pretty infamous and uh like it's funny because when the game was coming out i was like so hyped for it i'm like yes next gen sonic all right let's, let's let's do this i'm ready and like i i didn't have a 360 or a ps3 at the time so i had to go to like my game store and like convince them like can i try this before i buy it and like you know because i was a young teenager at the time right i was not buying that um (laughs) so i was convincing them to let me play it and i'm like oh this is what the reviews are oh oh no this is this is horrible this is bad and i'm like oh i think the most frustrating part for me was uh playing through sonic's campaign uh there's a level called crisis city um And there's a section at the very end of the game where you're running from this tornado of fire. And uh, the first section, the first part of it, you can't see what's coming because the camera's facing towards Sonic. So you're running and just hoping and praying you don't hit anything. And I'm like, "Uh," and then finally it shifts to uh, behind him. And mind you, Sonic cannot slow down at this section because there's little sections in the game where they're called mock Speed Sections and Sonic, he just goes. <laughs> Pull backward, you can't be like, wait, I need to jump over this. No, he just goes. So he's going and he's very hard to steer and you either, if you try to steer, he's in the air and he'll either go flying off the side and you stuck <laughs> a whole section over, you're hitting walls or you get stuck against the wall and you die oh. and I'm like, oh. I could not beat it and, and when you game over you you don't start from the tornado section at the end you start all the way over at the beginning of the level and I'm like no I'm I'm done I'm done this is it I'm 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 not playing this for a while oh. so I haven't picked it up to this day mm, I own it like I have it right now and one day I'm thinking next year on Sonic Month which is in June right. uh, I might play it next year <laughs> And try to beat it. So look forward to that. <laughs> oh boy, I'm looking forward to it myself. A little what's, bit. What's, what's yours? Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> the most recent one is Tomb Raider.
2: Mm. We got...
1: Which which PS system is it?
2: It's an Xbox 360.
1: Okay. We got the Tomb Raider for Xbox 360. <laughs> Clearly I don't know a lot. And yeah, I'm like- <laughs> doing pretty good but there's this one section where these wolves are like attacking and i can't get far enough back to shoot them with my stupid bow and arrow and it won't let me <laughs> use the axe on my hip
2: <laughs> it's not an axe
1: it's something it's a bludgeoning weapon okay <laughs> something i can pick it up and hit it with and it won't let i me hate when
4: it. games do that like you have this thing and then it's like no you can't use that yet you have to use this because Here we're trying to. Doesn't
1: matter that these wolves are in the way, and you can't make this thing stronger because they're in the way. <laughs> so that and it, like, like the wolves got my neck one too many times. I was like, nope, I'm done.
2: I think what I'm frustrated done. the most is I walked in in the midst of her frustration. I picked up a controller and killed the wolves in like two seconds. Like here you go.
1: No, that didn't frustrate <laughs> me. What frustrated me was coming back after you did that there was one
4: wolf <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't get... and it killed
1: me and i had to start again i was like nope i'm done
4: <laughs> oh, no. oh you yeah,
2: gotta love those moments <laughs> oh man just done for me i think my biggest frustration frustrated one there's been several but most recently it was a uh, uh, flashback the quest for identity i was playing it on sega Still and, yeah. That one up yeah and um i have i have the legitimate like cartridge but i was streaming yeah. it to twitch and so i was doing a rom and so i didn't have my saved game and i'm pretty far in the actual game itself and yeah. um, but i haven't played it probably i gonna probably say i haven't played it since i was probably 15 maybe 14 and i'm 33 right now and so it's been a minute and so but the problem is they don't explain the controls to you at all and so i'm yeah. like, you're walking forward. Like, how do I? How do you jump? How do you do this thing? I died so many times, and it's not like like every like. Appreciate, I appreciate the fact that like uh, you go from like screen to screen. Everything's contained in one screen, and so it's not a traditional side scroller, uh, right? But like, if you die, you start the whole level over again. It's oh. so oh, yeah. oh, one of those. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there's oh. there's this one clip that uh, Francisco had done for me uh, when I was playing on Twitch and I was running, and I was trying to... You're supposed to run and jump and hit this one ledge. I died at least 20 times just trying to make this one simple jump just to get to a cut screen. Oh, Is my god! me? It was ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> the uh, one jump,
4: I hate those.
0: Uh, it was frustrating to
4: watch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there's
4: sections like that in most early games. It's like it's the frickin'... Uh, uh, taking donkey Kong country for instance there 's a in this first in the first snow level there 's this section at the end with these barrels you have to shoot from one to the other, and there 's like it gets yeah. progressively harder you you start spin, the barrel spins slowly at first and then you shoot to the next one, it spins a little faster, to spinning, a uh-huh. you shoot to the next one it 's spinning, but then there 's a bee in the way next one like there's two be it's it's ridiculous unless you know about this one shortcut. Which I didn't know about until like maybe a few years back. And I'm like, This would have saved me so much frustration and ang- anger. Oh right. my gosh.
3: Those beans are no joke. Mm mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. I remember in the uh New Crash geology, uh San yeah. Trilogy. Yeah. Um you were On one level with a bridge, and you kept like falling down in the bridge because you're trying Mm -hmm. to get the apples, and it was like so out of the way that he kept
4: I take back my original moments (laughs) and I'm moving it to this one now. (laughs) She just reminded me. The original Crash Bandicoot, Road to Nowhere. That level
3: (laughs) That was That, that's yeah,
4: that my new crazy. one. I just remembered. No, thank you. you. Oh, my gosh. That, uh, oh, That's funny.
3: That, that that game, though, is really awesome for a remake. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a really well-done remake.
4: And it's on the Switch, now.
3: And it's one of my favorites, because that's, like, my childhood. Like, it's your childhood. so, yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that one's my most frustrating. <laughs> I take back my original. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you guys
2: this question. What is the one game that you can always go back to? You know, it's it's the game that you get bored or you're tired or and you're just like, you know what? I'm going to go back and play this one game. You've played 100,000 times. What is that one game for all three of you? What's what's your answer? You can go first,
3: Ginkgo. No? <laughs> Not yet. No. Okay. <laughs> He's got
0: to think about yes, you, you
3: want to go? Sure, I can go. Okay. Um because as mentioned before crash bandicoot is one of my favorite childhood games that's definitely one i can go back to and like i said like the remake is awesome so it's like i'm i could go between the remake or the original and mm-hmm. they all have their unique you know artistic differences and everything so i can definitely go back to either one of those
4: very cool That'd be cool.
3: perfectly fine because that's an awesome game and-
4: if I could ask you a question, dear, about this, which of the three original out of the trilogy, which one is your favorite? Mm, good question. You like all of them?
3: Yeah. I like how you can, in the new one, I like how you can play Coco, because as a kid, I always wanted to play her. So, like, anything Coco's in, I'm really excited about just any of the levels she's in. I'm like, yeah, i Coco. So as long as she's in it, I really don't care. You know? You all go. right.
4: have you you want me to go next you are you Uh, you still thinking
3: i can go
0: next okay um Mm -hmm. it depends on what mood i'm in like if i'm thinking okay well i want to see if i can try and beat the spot that i'm on in uh, assassin's creed syndicate i'll try it for a little bit and i'll get bored of that and be like okay i'm just gonna play call of duty or something and I'll play that for a little bit. I'm like, you know, what? I'm bored of this. Now I want to play Fortnite. And I'll play that. And you're like, okay, I'm done playing games now. I'm just yeah. going to walk around the house and be bored.
4: That's cool. Uh, yeah. A game I can go back to. Uh There's a couple. Re- uh, more recently, I've had fun going back to uh Breath of the Wild, The Legend of Zelda. Because right now I'm in the midst of, uh, I've done every, pretty much everything in the game except for a few side quests and the big one, which is the Korok Seeds. There's 900 of these things. Over the course of the year I've had the game, I'm currently at 700 and something Seeds. And yeah, I know. This has been over time. I didn't just decide one day, I'm going to go after these. <laughs> I have an app on my phone that's actually been really handy. It has a map of the game, and it shows where the seeds are, uh and uh you can check them off on a checklist. Right. And as you check them off, they'll disappear from the map. So I'm like, great! I don't have to go back and like <laughs> be like, oh, I already got this one. Otherwise, yeah. that'd be really frustrating. That would and be in the game. In the game, it also marks where you got them as well. Like, if you zoom in close enough, you'll see, oh, there's the seed. I already got this one. I'll check it off. Um, But, yeah, that's one. And then the other one, uh, I love playing uh, almost any Sonic game. Uh, (laughs) Particularly, I love Generations, just because that was, like, a culmination of 20 years of Sonic and... It uh, it took the best bits of everything and made one half 3D, one half 2D. You got the best of everything, and I'm like, well done, Sega. You did, <laughs> you did something oh, right. <laughs> yeah, you did it. And then Mania was pretty good too. Like, um, I can't wait for Mania Plus. Uh, I don't know when this episode's coming out, but um, it, it, it could. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, but um, yeah, no. Uh, Mania Plus is like a little add-on. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it. It's it's going to be great. <laughs> Very cool. Something I
3: remembered also about um, the crash, you asked what level is my favorite, I believe, right? Well, the one with, I forgot the name of it, and I'm sorry for that, but the one with the jet ski in it. Oh, yeah. Where you have to kind of go around those like plants that try to eat you, that's my favorite
4: one. Oh, I know what you're talking about. My favorite level. Yeah.
3: Yep. <laughs>
0: wow. Very cool. I remember it.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, so let's um, talk about you. What's your I, go back to game? I have two. Okay.
1: So one is obviously Donkey Kong Country because right. I still have not beaten it. So I feel like that's not a go back to game. As much <laughs> as it is, I am determined. But I definitely have some nostalgic love for Tony Hawk.
4: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Sony, when are you going to re-release that on our modern consoles I, w- I love those games i'm All scared right.
3: though that if they do
1: it they're going to mess it up cuz it was just so it wasn't easy but it was so easy like it was easy to yeah. understand easy to get the controls you right. don't have a lot of left right head up down which confuses the yeah. mess right. out of me so it right. was it was simplistic and so it's fun to just punch buttons and watch it do stuff
2: i feel like the, by the time yeah. they release a new one it's going to be more like tony hawk the nursing home edition and oh. he's going to be in a wheelchair
4: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know there's like a five out right now, but like like Tony Hawk Five, but Tony everyone Hawk says it was not good. And I'm like, oh, yeah. avoid that like the plague. So I'm like, Crazy. okay. Slow was <laughs> I
1: think <be> was it. <laughs> <It's pretty cool. laughs> it was
4: buggy. It
2: yeah, was really. Buggy, right.
1: Uh, yeah. So, what about you, Dallas?
2: So for me, my go-to game that like if I'm just flatboard is uh most or no dynasty warriors gundam 2 uh, that is my my go-to game partly because i feel like you can't beat it there are so many characters to play through and um but it's a lot is for nostalgia for me like my sister and i gundam was our go-to thing like we watched gundam together like that was our thing there's still there's a series of gundam that she and i haven't finished because we were determined to watch it together
1: they're a season and a half behind because they're determined to watch together but they're both so busy
2: right and so it's it's real nostalgic for us. But, um, several years ago when it first came out, my sister actually took me down to, we went together to game exchange and I picked up that particular game. And so it has a lot of, uh, not game exchange, went to, uh, uh, GameStop. And, uh, so it's a lot of nostalgia for me, but I love that game. I mean, there's just, you can't stop playing it. There's so much to build on to all your Gundams. And so it's a lot of fun. <laughs> awesome.
4: awesome
3: yeah. I, um, I haven't played, uh, dynasty warriors too much
4: yeah
3: um, so i'm not too familiar with that game um but from what i have seen it looks really interesting mm-hmm.
4: we have hyrule warriors which is the zelda dynasty warriors which is a lot of fun i love that i heard game. about that one it's really good
3: yeah that one i know i've played that it's actually really good <laughs> i agree very that cool of, uh do you know of a game called ssx it's a snowboarding game i believe
2: did that come out back in like early two thousands? Yes, it did. Yep, yep. Was it yep. like a PC or, game? Or
3: have that. Um, we had I played the mine on a console. One, yeah. uh, I think it was a PS.
2: Yeah.
3: I loved that PS2, you got yeah. yeah, I used to play that a lot yeah. as well. Yeah, right. That's another one I could probably go back to since I haven't played it for so long. It'd be nice to to see, you know, that game again. I don't know if they made an updated type of snowboard game on any new consoles.
2: Right. I
4: think I don't know. They had- oh go ahead. Sorry, sure you know, they
2: I'm, have. <laughs> it's so I'm sure they have. I mean, it's one of the, it's like one of those staples that happens mm-hmm. like every so many years. I love snowboarding games though, like um, partially because um, I don't have ankle movement, so I can't do things like like uh, skateboarding and snowboarding well. So <laughs> it's like a great chance for me to live out my X game dreams that will never happen. Yeah,
4: no, go. I lo- yeah. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I think they did make an SSX for modern, like PS3 and 360. Uh-huh. It didn't have the same kind of wild, crazy vibe. It was more uh-huh. like gritty and like, because cause, cause, EA, uh, yeah, yeah, cause yeah. EA took it over and oh, okay. uh, microtransactions. <laughs> yes. Oh, You'll
0: okay.
4: yeah, do a
2: microtransaction for it to
4: be fun and wild. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fun wild edition is locked behind a 599 paywall <laughs> cough it up buddy <laughs> unless you get pretty. got it love uh, it oh my goodness
2: all right cool beans well guys we're gonna go to a quick commercial break on the back side of this we're gonna switch gears with the conversation and and talk about uh some navigation through the video game culture and whatnot so yeah. uh stick around because we're back up for the break Are you a new business or ministry and need help getting your message out? Are you a budding artist who needs help sharing your passion with the world? Need help creating a social media presence that's impactful and represents who you are, but can't afford to have someone else run it for you all the time? One of my passions is to help people establish a social media presence so they can reach others with a message that encourages and changes lives. Not only do I want to help you create it, but I want to give you the skills so that you can maintain and grow your online presence. I offer a variety of services from graphic design to creating a social media campaign to consultation. If you're interested in my help, email me at geekdevotions@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you.
1: Okay, and we are back from our commercial break. And in case you have randomly just stumbled upon this half of the podcast.
2: Not sure how you did that.
1: Not sure how you did that. Go back and (laughs) listen to the rest of it. Uh, We are talking with Consuming Fire Gaming. And we have one final major question and then a really easy question. So major question first. How, you know, obviously you have your son with you. How do you navigate the gaming world with being a parent
4: very carefully um (laughs) oh that's all right let's go on to the next question (laughs) um i think um i like okay so being a gamer and like when he was young i'd have to you know i obviously we played e-rated games a lot and um i think navigating a lot of the like, how do I how do I do this? Let's see. Navigating a lot of the, like, different kinds of games out there. There's Nowadays, uh, or I guess back in the day, you had so many simple cartoonish games. And I'm sorry I'm all over the place. <laughs> That's all good, man. <laughs> um, but uh, back in the day, it was so simple uh, with him. It was easy to show him a lot of games. But you go nowadays, and some games have, like, uh,
3: Things. Content.
4: Yeah, like for, uh, like, I think one of the big ones for me more recently was a, uh, in, in Breath of the Wild, uh, there is a, a portion of the game where, in order to, uh, very choice on Nintendo, um, you know, you really just need, as a parent, and a gamer and a christian you need to talk with your kids about these things. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned it in the review we did uh for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is that mm-hmm. these super like in Marvel vs. Capcom there's these superheroes and it's like ah, oh, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Captain America, oh we love this stuff. But then there's some of the mm-hmm. questionable stuff from like Capcom like uh Morrigan from Darkstalkers is just a little uh, Seductive. uh seductively and you know you have to kind of go through that with your kids and be like like if I had a daughter, sorry, there's a car out outside our window. Um, <laughs> sides, he's got to go fast anyway. Um, so you got to like, if I had a daughter, I would tell her like, you know, women will dress this way. Unfortunately in society, we live in a fallen, we live in a fallen world. You know, Eve bit the apple and then Adam followed suit and uh, you know, but you don't have to dress that way. Uh, and you are way prettier than any of these, uh, you know, female gaming heroines or anything like that. Like, that's how I would navigate it with my daughter. And I just, with my son, I have to tell him, you know, Mm -hmm. these kinds of like things in this game aren't okay by God's standards, but yeah, here again, live in a fallen world and.
3: Can I say something really quick about that? Sure. So telling your daughter you're prettier than these gaming characters is degrading those women. I feel like, even if their characters are not. And I don't want people who dress like that to feel degraded because they're human beings and, you know, as a Christian, we're supposed to treat others with kindness and I don't think that's very kind to do. So me personally, instead of saying that, I personally would say, you know, it's best not to dress that way because you might be giving the wrong message to people you don't want to give about right. yourself because if you're not that kind of person, you could be, you know, saying something. It's a non-spoken statement. Yeah. So, if you want to not give that message to people, and you want to say, "Hey, I'm, a, you know, I'm not that way," then don't dress that way. Something right. like that, instead of like picking people out that dress like that, because obviously they need God, you know, they need to be loved and told that they're valuable. Because a lot of people who do that, from my experience of dealing with people like that, they don't feel good about themselves, is why, or they don't get the attention they're desiring, is why they dress like that. Now, not everyone, but yeah. a lot of people. Sure. have that sure. issue so saying things like that might make them feel worse than they already feel
4: i think you're right about that you thank I mean? you for so for it's like, that yeah
3: you're welcome so i mean just think you know i'm trying to help you see it from maybe a different perspective
4: yeah absolutely
3: yeah, you know?
4: uh, yeah absolutely yeah i yeah. think that helped a lot cool. very cool so
3: i could be going about it like that way possibly yeah I mean, if you want to it's up to you
4: yeah right yeah well no, I, I agree with that and yeah. more Sorry. no go, go ahead Oh, (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then, you know, things kind of... You just kind of have to roll with the punches, too. Like, learn about the games your kids are playing. What's... I think it's important to know kind of what's trending out there, like... uh, Call of Duty. Yes, Call of Duty. (laughs)
0: Fortnite's more
4: of a... Fortnite's more recent, but definitely Call of Duty. You've been playing a bit more, and I'm okay with you playing it, even though it's M-rated, because... um, I've raised my son. I like if he asks a question. I'm not going to try to, you know, like shield shield him from this stuff. Like, look, like for example, Call of Duty World War II. I think yeah. it's great because it's got some historical value to it, and you can learn some of the history aspect of it. And I think that's yeah, great. That's because one of my
0: favorite Call of Duty games is World War II. Yeah,
4: cool. Cool. he's he's going into that, and I think that's great for schooling. But really, you just got to kind of learn about what they're playing and. Mm. Be there as a parent to teach your kids. Be there. So
2: what advice do you give to parents? Because I used to, back in the day, it was like, and I, by back in the day, even just in the last 10 years, yeah. you had your staples go staple to, it's like, you know, okay, you got a small kid, get them a Nintendo because Nintendo's always a family-friendly right. company. Yeah. As of late with the Switch, they're releasing stuff like Doom and other yeah. games okay. to the Switch a Nintendo property. So right. it's one of those things where you can just go, all right, Nintendo, <laughs> all right, you're good to go. Um, yeah, you know, and, I mean, in the Christian world, we used to make a joke about, oh, it's spell records. Yeah, it's a good CD. No, it's not always. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it may not be good quality, you know. But um, yeah, exactly. So, what do you, what do you do? How do you help navigate that with parents?
4: I cannot stress enough to learn about the rating system. Definitely, because mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how many parents just walk into a GameStop and be like, "Halo is the big thing right now, so buy him a Halo game." And that game, it's like it's it's rated M for a reason, yeah. right? You know? It may be fun, but you know, you gotta you gotta look into what your kid like like I said, you just gotta look into what Yeah,
0: because if you don't want your kid knowing about like all you don't want them knowing about all that language, you don't want them seeing all that blood and stuff, then don't get them those games.
4: Yeah, and use to... the even
0: at uh, GameStop they have a little pamphlet now that what? what uh the rating it's just at the desk, the front desk and they will tell you the ratings of each game and what they're meant for. And it's like uh at GameStop. E, Everyone can play it. That's why yeah. it's E, because E for
4: everyone, <laughs> right? Um, and the, and that's the mo- cool. yeah, and the most important thing, especially if you're a Christian parent, is to seek, you know, seek God about it and use discretion. And if you're feeling convi- convicted about, like maybe I shouldn't let my kid play this, maybe I shouldn't even be playing this, right. then uh, you know, trust trust God with that, and uh, you know, do what you do what God tells you to do, right?
3: that seeking wise counsel within the um a fellowship environment would be good. Maybe not necessarily at a church specifically, because some people, you know, have issues with that, you know, what they've been through. So maybe not a church setting for some people. Maybe some people can go there. But I think definitely seeking out as Christians, fellow believers, so we can follow our faith and maybe somebody might have a different, you know, viewpoint than we may have or be able to help us, you know, with strengthening our faith in that way as well as seeing from a godly perspective where we might not on our own
2: yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. so how do you have you guys ever encountered had an opportunity to talk to parents who maybe are making not wise decisions let me give you a great example i used to work for hollywood video uh years yeah. ago i don't know if you guys had those over there
1: oh yeah we did mm-hmm.
2: yep sweet they had a crazy too I I loved Hollywood Video. Uh, um, Hollywood Video, if you're listening, um, come back. Uh, Please. But But, uh, I remember uh, the big scandal about uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, where there was that code that was implanted into the the disk. And you typed in a code and it unlocked basically a a pornography scene. And um, there was a recall. They re-released it. Well, in the midst of it, it became even more popular than it was before. And so I had a parent come in, and we were under mandate from that point forward. If it was rated mature, we had to tell the people that they're renting for a child what, why it was rated mature and all that stuff. And I had a parent come up to me, and I I, mean, I had two different examples of this. One was good, one was bad. But the, the bad one was I looked at them, and I said, all right, so we just want to let you know because they're renting it for their 10-year-old kid. And I was like, this is rated mature. And I gave him all the reasons why On how bad this game is and he goes, I don't care, just shut them up And that was his that was his thing The flip Ooh. side, I had a pretty good parent Where I told him, and he was like Hold on one second and He goes outside, gets his wife They leave their kids in the car He comes in, he goes, tell her what you just said So I tell her, and she goes, we won't be getting this She walks out, this lady takes off her slipper And proceeds to beat her child in the parking lot It was the greatest thing ever <laughs> But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> they had not been told what this was and we're just trying to appease
2: the kids right yeah so, i appreciate that but have you guys ever had that happen where you're like you're you're in front of people who are making poor decisions and we're not I, there's there's the gray areas i understand that some parents are cool with um with Fortnite. some people aren't some people are cool with uh yeah. skyrim some aren't some people are cool with um um call of duty but some are definitely not uh, yeah i'm not talking about the grayers i'm talking stuff like this is a raunchy game this is inappropriate yeah. for children how do you have you had that have it happen where you were approached or you saw someone doing that or how do you handle that kind of situation with people
4: i think it i think it's harder nowadays in public when you encounter like a parent who is like buying this m-rated game mainly because parents are like don't tell me how to parent and i'm like but I really feel you may not be as knowledgeable as I might be about games, and maybe there's something I don't know that you do or whatever. But like, I think it's harder to to confront that as much as I want to in public. But on our channel, we have uh, your friend watches uh, our channel as well as a few other. I get the I get the vibe that like either they're 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 younger kids, and we do have a younger audience because we're family friendly and we. Right. certainly try to keep, maintain that uh and i always use that opportunity to be like you know if we're playing say like for example last year we when marvel versus capcom infinite came out uh we were playing through the story mode and there is some like you know some language and stuff and i always use that opportunity if we're playing a t-rated game and it does have language i'm like you know guys uh parents if you're watching or you know Guys, simply put, like, this language is, you know, not okay to use uh, anywhere. It shouldn't be said. There are people who use these words, unfortunately, and I even myself have slipped on occasion. I, I own that. And I think it's important to to really address that with kids. And, like, I love using this platform, YouTube, to do that because that's what I've wanted to do is to reach uh, parents, kids, really anybody who's willing to watch our gaming content uh, to use God's word to uh, talk about these these issues, and yeah, so and but as far as like addressing people in public, it's 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 harder nowadays than it probably would have been a while ago, because mm-hmm. uh, parents just have this mindset, just like don't, yeah, like I said, <laughs> don't tell me don't tell me how to parent. Like I'm really not. I'm just trying to help
3: right (laughs) it's hard it's hard for me because i personally don't have biological children of my own jacob will be my stepson once andrew and i get married he's um from another relationship previous relationship of andrews yes so i don't see it from a biological point of view however as his future stepmom i'm trying to learn how to parent especially since i didn't raise him from you know, infantry. So I'm trying to learn how to raise a teenager as best I can. I'm not a teen yet. <laughs> you will be. Yeah, yeah you're almost
2: there. <laughs> you will be. The first 12-year-old not to claim teenage it's status. So congratulations. This is just rounding it's up.
3: up. <laughs> but, you know, he, he's almost a teenager. So now I have to think of, oh, no, how do I deal with this? You know, how do I? I'm but, not like most teenagers. But that's really not. He's very very mature for his age he's very well raised um and well-rounded smart but you know it's 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 kind of interesting from my perspective because i respect his mother Mm -hmm. absolutely i respect her i respect his father in that aspect so i don't have a lot of say in what happens to him overall but Mm i when he's with me i try to make the best decisions in the aspect of where we go who we're around things like that you know so that i don't Overexploit, but also I try to guide him just like I see Andrew do with, you know, I try to make sure he understands things around us and question him and how he sees things. And if he may not know something, then I'll, you know, tell him for his age appropriate.
4: Right. Conversations these two get into sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you two talk this out. I'm going to go. Yeah. Andrew's <laughs> a little
3: overwhelmed because what what we are doing is just having a conversation, but because we're both passionate about what we're talking about, it kind of appears to Andrew, I think it also has to do with some things he's been through. Um, it appears to him more like an argument or a disagreement, even though it really isn't. It's just him. Jake and I are passionate people about what we like talking about. So sure.
1: Kind of- now, using your your... Comment about you're both passionate about it. Obviously, you're passionate about your faith. So, how do you use your platform to point people to God?
3: That's a great question, actually.
1: Um,
4: I um, do you want to do you want to take this one? I want to hear from tackle? Jacob's
3: perspective of how he does that. For
4: what him. he's not really on the channel too much yeah, right
3: how now. How does he do what?
4: How do you, um, how do you use? When so you're on YouTube, when you're on our Let's Play stuff, how do you direct people towards Jesus?
3: Or how do you be the example of a Christian on the channel?
4: That's Actually, that's probably a better question.
3: Like how, when you're streaming with your dad and you're like playing video games and all that stuff, like what are you doing that shows people how to live for Christ, how to come to Christ? And, you know, how are you being that example?
0: Uh, I don't. Do a lot of that, but I guess like the only thing that I can think of at the top of my head is a. Uh, of course, I don't use a lot of language that you guys use, like "crap." I don't use that a lot. Yeah. I'm just not used to saying it, even though you guys say I can. But yeah, um, I usually use like uh, "frickin' stuff" that. like that. I don't. You try to yeah.
4: You try to watch your language. Essentially, you try yeah. to be the example. Like, Live yeah. it out in front of them. That's yeah. good. Yeah,
2: so I and, high five to you, right there, sir. <laughs> high five,
4: <laughs> virtual five. <laughs> um, as far as directing people towards Jesus, I and try um using the and using that. the platform to do that. Mm-hmm. I um we we use the the power we believe in the power of prayer and that uh, it can do anything. We always try to tell people, you know, if you have your prayer requests, please submit them to us. Uh, and uh, ultimately, like i'm not afraid to answer questions on the channel like like deep questions i'll answer as best as i can because i think as i stated i think i said it earlier but i'm you know i'm no christian is perfect i will never ever try to tell somebody i have all the answers because i don't (laughs) but i will answer it as best as i can i'll always tell somebody like you know jesus really can you know he, he can heal people he can you know, do whatever through us uh, and he, he does it in his own way and he will, you know, he can save your life Work. he will Word. do that. And I always try to tell people like, if you ever want to, you know, um, come to Jesus, like people can, I, I haven't done it yet, but I, I, cause I haven't had that question yet, but I will tell people, you know, please message me on Facebook. Because uh, we have a group, and my uh, my profile is there, and you can you can message me there. I'll be happy to talk to anybody about how to come to Jesus or help them come to Jesus in any way. Mm-hmm. We just haven't had that question yet, um, but um, we we love mm-hmm. our fans so much, and uh, we, we we're definitely thankful for them, and we're <laughs> thankful that Jesus brought them to us because there's a purpose for that, right, and. Right. We don't know what it is yet, but we're, work, you know, we're working on it, and there are some regular people who tune in and out. And, you know, depending on what game we're playing, we play a lot of different games, and some people just aren't into certain games. So Maybe really not
3: t- we, but maybe you.
4: Me, you, everybody. We all play different games. No, oh, you said <clears throat> we don't
3: know what it is yet. And oh, sometimes yeah. Sometimes I do have intuitions that have been right, that right. has revealed to me. And sometimes, you know, I've been wrong here and there, but, you know, I believe that, you know, God... I'm very i'm very connected to god in a lot of ways in my life i see things in ways that a lot of people don't that he reveals to me a lot so i can kind of see things from a different perspective than most which is a i think god's gift to me um me. or i like to think that anyway you know i'm sure yeah
0: and yeah. so
3: i think that helps a lot um in that aspect so when i said it's not necessarily we i mean sometimes i am given information before something will happen so that i can help that god wants me to help in that way you know so i think that's what i meant by not always
2: word right i like it well, let me ask you guys this then how can people get in touch with you guys at consuming fire gaming? where can they interact with you guys and all that stuff because um, we we like what you guys do yeah. and a big part of what would be our geek devotions is in com talk is we like to promote other people that's that's a big passion of ours is to promote yeah, other absolutely. folks so um, how can people get in touch with you guys
4: we have, uh, oh wow! Let's see, where do I be begin? Well, obviously we got our YouTube channel. That's where the main part of our ministry is is on YouTube, and mm-hmm. you can do that at youtube dot com slash all lowercase, all one word by the way. Consuming Fire Gaming. So youtube dot com slash Consuming Fire Gaming. That's where we are on YouTube. Please feel free to subscribe and click the bell. That will you keep you notified.
3: Spell out consuming, stuff for Con-
4: consuming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, in case, in case maybe it's not uh, maybe it's not there. You can You don't know for whatever reason. It's C O N. Uh, okay, S U M I N G. I had to see it in my head. <laughs> right. uh, there we go. So um, there's there's that. We have a Facebook group. We have a Facebook page too, but I don't post on the page as much as I do in the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then the name of the group. The name of the group is a. Uh, uh, Consuming Fire Family—that's what we call our fans. They're the Consuming Fire Family, mm-hmm. uh, which
3: our fans helped us name. Yes, the way, they did. Was really awesome. That was really great. Yeah.
4: I think Francisco had a hand in that. He's like, "What should we need a name?" I'm like, "Yeah,
3: he did. He instigated oh. it." In <laughs> okay. Decided. We did a um. A
4: we did a poll. Yeah, yeah a we did poll. a poll, and everyone decided Consuming Fire Family. I'm like, yeah. I like it too. So we um, have that
3: grew.
4: And it's uh. On Facebook, there's a search bar. You can search Consuming Fire Family and in parentheses put official CFG fan group. Uh, and that should literally put it as the top result. You'll find it. I'm pretty right. sure you could probably just put in Consuming Fire Family as well.
2: Yeah, you do. That fact, earlier when we were looking at, we were, we were getting prepped for the show. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just typed in Consuming Fire Family and it popped up right away for you guys.
4: Oh, there it is. Okay. You heard it first, everybody. <laughs> uh, it's confirmed. Dallas <laughs> confirmed it um what else snoops yep we have have a we also just got like literally we have a last month we started a twitter and a uh a discord server and i don't know the exact link for discord because i we don't really run it too much like i oversee it but our our fan uh her name is Artsy Steph. She did all of our artwork on the channel. So if oh, you see her, be sure to look her up on YouTube as well. Right. Uh, but she runs our Discord server primarily, and she set it up. And I'm like, great. Sweet. This looks awesome. Well, but we, we do a Discord.
2: We'll have those links in the show notes on our website, geekdevotions.com. And so, oh, great. Uh, all that we'll stuff is set up for everybody to hit and get to you real easily.
4: Sweet. So, yeah. Yes. Twitter's yeah, Twitter and Discord, we'll send that to Dallas, and you guys will be able to get in touch with us that way as well. <laughs> um, trying to post more on the Twitter. I, I primarily handle the Twitter, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to post on Twitter, too. I'm like, oh, <laughs> there's not much going on there right now, but we're trying as best we can. I understand, man. It's hard <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. You're like, well, I have this social media service, and this one, you're like, oh, And we
3: also try to keep to our schedule as best we can. Um, At times, family things have come up to kind of interrupt that process. But we do try to keep our schedule as best as possible. We do let our viewers know if we're going to be late as soon as we can. Um, And recently, unfortunately, I've had a personal loss in my life. So we are taking a little while longer until we start doing our – uh streaming. Lo- uh streaming again.
4: Yeah. I mean, um took this whole week off and yeah. last week as well.
3: Yeah, because I, I lost them last Tuesday. So so anyway, um that's what's up with that. Yeah. So we do our best though to try to stay on track and stay uh updated on everything. Yeah.
2: Very cool.
4: And so the last thing I'll mention is for getting a hold of us, uh if you guys want to know our schedule, it is usually most of the time, uh every Monday, Wednesday and Thursday Mondays and Wednesdays are the regular Consuming Fire live shows, which are at 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And then on Thursdays, we have a show called Versus Thursday, uh, which is uh, a, a multiplayer show. Sometimes we'll play online with our fans. Sometimes we'll have uh, my friends or whatever. We'll have guests on the show, uh, and we'll play with them. We'll play a multiplayer game. It's a multiplayer show. Uh, and that those are at 7 p.m. Pacific daylight, 10 p.m. Eastern daylight. And the reason for that actually is because usually I get paid on Thursdays from my normal job <laughs> and I have to take that time to go shopping and, like, I don't want to be like, oh, I got to stream first. Right. Then go. So I go shopping. Oh, then I, I understand. <laughs> get,
3: get the food, then
1: go.
4: <laughs> yes, exactly.
3: <laughs> I would consider that more of, like, a group channel, like a group
4: yeah. stream. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: It's That's a. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. I think, I think that covers everything. I think we got it. <laughs>
2: Very cool. Well, devoted geeks, if you guys are, are listening to this, make sure you check out the show notes down below and, uh, and check out consuming fire gaming. These are some really cool individuals and they put out some amazing content as you just heard on a pretty regular basis.
3: <laughs> and a
2: lot of fun. It's uh all right. Well, guys, thanks so much for coming on. Do you have any final words for the devoted geeks that are listening right now?
4: looking forward to meeting uh some of the new people. I know some of our fans are also fans of you guys. Mm-hmm. So thank you for uh thank you for listening to us, uh kind of ramble on some questions and everything and just having a good time. I I love these guys. Uh, I love you, Dallas and Celeste. You guys are great people. I'd love to actually meet you guys in person one day. It'd be oh, great.
0: So.
4: Um, mm-hmm. Either you come here or we'll go there. Well, I'm sure we'll figure something out. But one day. It's been a blast doing this. I love yeah. doing stuff like this. <laughs> thank you for having us. And thank so you, uh, Devoted Geeks, for having us as well.
3: Absolutely. Thank oh. you, everybody. It's been a pleasure to be on your show, Dallas and Celeste. Thank you so much. And I think you're uh personal show and podcasts are amazing. I've listened to a few of them and it's wonderful to hear Absolutely. you um you know just speak the truth and you know I've I've really enjoyed your content and um yeah just thank you so much.
4: Any final words son?
3: Uh thanks for having us. It was fun.
4: Right. Cool beans.
3: <laughs> right. Thanks so much guys.
4: Water. Yep. Uh our Arma- uh, well it's their show <laughs> I think. Um for <laughs> our but- <laughs> So um yeah just don't forget guys we love jesus we love games and we certainly love uh you guys over at devoted geeks mm-hmm. devotions <laughs>
1: to three, two,
2: one. all right and we are back to normality
1: that was actually a lot of fun
2: that was a lot of fun i really enjoyed our time talking consuming fire gaming uh, love those guys. They do some awesome stuff over there. Absolutely. Uh, like we said before, if you guys want to get in touch with them, make sure you check out the links in the description of our show notes, mm-hmm. uh, which you can find on geekdevotions.com, or if you watch this on YouTube, you can find it in the show notes down below the video player.
1: Absolutely. If you are on Google Play or any of, of those others, you may not be able to see all the show notes, <laughs> so this is why we direct you to the website. <laughs>
2: yep, true story, true story. So, um, guys, thanks so much for sticking with us with this new format for Com ComTalk, um, and we also appreciate you guys uh, being flexible with us and doing the every other week. I know this is yeah. kind of a, a different schedule change for us. Uh, I think this has worked well for us.
1: I think it has. I think we were able to... Uh, plot some things out Mm -hmm. a little better
2: absolutely (laughs) we're gonna have some really cool guests coming down the pipeline Uh, we had another show scheduled uh, but just some conflicts came up some scheduling conflicts came up so we hope to have a really interesting conversation about Christians and comic books coming to you guys really soon uh, that being said, Celeste, do we have any other announcements we need to give these wonderful listeners?
1: Um, other than the fact of Geek Devotions is about to hit season three.
2: Lay gasp.
1: Oh, we say every year, and I say every year. <laughs> We've <laughs> said for the last two years mm-hmm. we were going to take a vacation from everything and like just do it really simple, kind of like what Good Mythical Morning does. Mm-hmm. Um, But... We forgot again. <laughs> so maybe next year. Maybe, maybe next year we'll take a break.
2: Maybe next year, guys.
1: But we love what we do and we enjoy it. So then why do we need to take a vacation for a
2: Exactly. Minute? So we do have some cool stuff come down the pipeline for season three of Geek Devotions. Ah, and uh, we're super excited. And for the settled.
1: celebration of hitting... Three seasons. Yeah.
2: So we're going to give all that information to you guys on our next episode, Geek Devotions, which comes out next Friday. Don't miss our Extra Tuesday, uh, as it will be... um, I'm taking on David Lopez's taco challenge, and uh, I'm going to do 10 tacos in 10 minutes.
1: I think you're going to surpass him.
2: I don't know. He was pretty confident that he was going to do it pretty good.
1: Uh, yes, but... (laughs) So, so he was also doing a completely other challenge, and it turned into the talk, 10 Tacos in 10 Minutes. Right. Except he did it in 10 Tacos in 12 Minutes. Right.
2: <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure I can do better, but we'll find out. We'll see what happens. So, that's going to be Extra Tuesday. Check out this past Friday's episode of Geek Devotions. We had special guest uh, Comic Talk 616. Great group of individuals, and uh, it was a really good devotion. We really enjoyed it, and... If you want a good laugh, watch it to the very end because these guys are hysterical. They really are. The front end of it was hysterical.
1: The back end of it was hysterical. It was the just... middle was hysterical. <laughs> it was just
2: hysterical.
1: We laughed so hard.
2: We did. We did indeed. So, Well, guys, thanks so much for listening to Com Talk. Make sure you check out geekdevotions.com to see all of our latest content that we post up uh, on a regular basis. We post up articles and other fun stuff. And also check out our Facebook group page, Devoted Geek Life. I will tell you this, for the three-year anniversary of Geek Devotions, you will need to be a member of Devoted Geek Life uh, to take part in some of the things that are happening.
1: They get special privileges. They do.
2: So check out Facebook.com, search for Devoted Geek Life. So I think that's all we got for you guys. Make sure uh, to, if you enjoy this podcast, um, subscribe to it. Uh, Whether you're on YouTube, obviously subscribe to our channel. We love having you guys here. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, uh, do us a favor. Leave a review of our podcast. You're leaving a review helps uh, to spread the word about us. It also helps our channel to come up in more searches for when people are looking for things. And uh, share our stuff with other people. And uh, and do me a favor. Also, um, if you know other fun, geeky Christian podcasts... Uh, send us a message at geekdevotions. I'm sorry, geekdevotions at gmail.com. We'd love to uh, check them out. Yeah. Uh, we are always fans of finding other geeky ministries that are out there. Uh, we know we have friends over, obviously, at Consuming Fire, yeah. Geek Center Grace, um, our friend Francisco Ruiz, and Paul Powers over at Retro Rewind Podcast. Paul J. Powers. Paul J. Powers. So, check all those things out that we just said because <laughs> we just plugged them. But also, let us know about she some other ones. You got anything else to say, Celeste?
1: I think we're good. Y'all stay right.
2: Peace and love.